What's going on, youth workers? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. So glad that you're with me today. And if this is your first time, thank you so much. Appreciate your being here and checking out the podcast. And if you're a regular, as always, I appreciate your time and your attention. I hope that you're doing well. Uh, I am doing fantastic. It's been a good week. Um, I am thrilled about what we're doing in our youth ministry right now. And it is uh, building some of the outdoor stuff. Uh, We've put out a fire pit and volleyball net, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, this week, past week, we talked about roles and responsibilities. And I think that's such a key topic. And so we're at that stage in the youth ministry of just kind of finding it, helping everybody. It's a small youth ministry, it's about, you know, seven, eight students. Uh, but the key question I gave them was, it says, my role in this youth ministry is, and dot, dot, dot. And then they get to finish the sentence. Um, and that's to help me find you know, help them find their place within the youth ministry uh, to be able to serve, use their spiritual gifts, all that kind of good stuff. And probably what I'm going to do over the next few weeks is have this key question uh, where I ask these questions that are going to challenge them. Being a small, uh, and I would say landlocked youth ministry in a sense, uh, because so many students are, are private school, so many are homeschooled, and about a third maybe are public school. And so I would ask them questions like, um, you know, this next coming question might be, you know, if this youth ministry never grows, dot, dot, dot. And I, I just think that those, those are important. Those are implication questions, right? Those are things that they have to think a little bit towards the future and say, well, what if this youth ministry never grows? Is that okay? And, and am I okay with it? And, you know, they'll have to, you know, figure that part out. By I, I don't mean me, am I, the youth pastor, okay with it? Are they okay with it? as a believer and as a, as a student within the youth ministry. So either way, those are, those are kind of my little uh, questions that I'm throwing out there. And uh, I hope that, but maybe even those are helpful for you. Uh, I hope they are. So today we're going to be talking about youth ministry and the gamification uh, of youth ministry. This is nothing new. I'll be sharing about my experience in it, uh, both as a student in youth ministry and uh, as a youth pastor. But before we get into that, this show is brought to you by my monthly mentor. I don't know what uh, your network looks like. I don't know where you're getting your encouragement. I don't know where you're getting your advice. I don't know where you're getting your affirmation from. I hope that you're getting it from your pastor uh, above all things. Uh, but if you're finding yourself in a place where you say, look, I need to find a space where I can learn, I can grow, I can vent uh, in safety. I can do it with uh, fellow youth pastors from all over the globe and, and you know, from various denominations. Uh, you know, if you're looking for that kind of community to share, and to get your ideas and to build a framework to where you can build a successful youth ministry, then I invite you to go over and try my monthly mentor. That is my monthly coaching group. It happens on the third Tuesday of the month, which this month is May 17th. It's from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. And if you are interested in that, sign up for uh, three months, at least three months, and you're going to get your first month free. So I hope that you will uh, check that out. I'll put a link down in the show notes, but it is a great place for you to find encouragement. It's a great place to to get advice uh, on those questions that you are struggling with and uh, and that you're, you're dealing with on a daily basis to say, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do about this? And we talk everything from, from structure of youth ministry to, uh, you know, personal development, 
um, to all those things. So if that sounds like your jam, I want to encourage you to head over there to the link down in the show notes and check it out for yourself. All right, so let's go and jump into today's topic, which is the gamification of youth ministry. Youth ministry is not a game, or is it? Uh, when I was a student in youth group, which was a very long time ago, I mean, Moses was in my youth group. I mean, that tells you how long ago I was in youth group. But I remember my youth pastor doing a contest called LIFE, L-I-F-E, and I cannot tell you what the acronym stands for, but he broke down the youth group into four teams, and we would have weekly contests between team members, etc. And at the end, uh, the winning team received X, whatever that was. And this is still... Uh, in my opinion, still a viable tool to use today to get more kids to show up or to get involved. But I also wonder how certain aspects of social media have changed this dynamic or changed this medium of gameplay, so to speak. I am sure that I use several social media apps that use something called Funware. And they use Funware to keep me coming back. Funware is a software that uses, you know, points, badges, uh, all that kind of stuff to keep you and me coming back to the app or web page. You know, frequent flyer miles are an example of the earliest Funware used. If you earn enough points, you get a free flight. I remember way back in the day, an episode of the Brady Bunch where they collected green trading stamps. And then they had this big thing where they had to decide what they were going to buy. And of course, hijinks ensue. Back in the day, I used apps like Get Glue and Foursquare for fun. Get Glue was something that offered special digital stickers where I would check in on movies or bands or things like that. And I could post on my Get Glue page. And, uh, and they would even send me, once I fulfilled a certain amount, they would send me real stickers. And I, I remember put, putting them all over my, my Mac. And it was fun. It was fun to get responses from people because it would be, you know, a conversation starter. And people would look at them and go, hey, where'd you get those? Those are fun looking. And of course, I'd say, well, I got it from, you know, Get Glue or whatever. And I think that's part of the gamification as well, right? You're, you have bragging rights for something, right? I used to use something, and maybe you, you still do, called Foursquare, right? It was an app or is an app that allows you to check into places. If you check in enough times, you can become mayor of that location. Of course, the more you check in, you, you, then now you're competing. And I can remember competing with people to be the mayor of a certain place. Listen, if you use an app that rewards you for buying, watching, or clicking, you are using a gamified app. If you use a punch card that says punch for get the fifth one free, you are using a tool designed to be a game that will reward you if you stay engaged or continue to purchase items. There are many more kinds of apps like this uh, that are available, and they're coming out every year. Old companies are trying to revamp their model using Funware. And according to a 2021 Yahoo Finance article, 15 billion Funware IDs have been created and over 5,000 mobile apps are supported. The technology of bringing hardware, software, and firmware together has helped scale companies like Disney, Procter & Gamble, Google, Facebook, and so on. So, is youth ministry a game. And I mean this in the broadest sense. I'm not, I'm not taking a dig at anybody that uses games or, or things like that. Um, and I'm going to put a link down below. I want to recommend a, a video 
called about gamification by Game Zickerman, author of Game-Based Mechanics. And I warn you, he does use some salty language, but I'm going to put a link down in the show notes because I think it's interesting to take a look at that. So I would ask you, do you use contests, uh, you know, earning titles, you know, or, you know, you get a prize for bringing the most people, that kind of thing, um, privileges, right, to get kids to come back to a youth group? And if you don't, why not? Um, once again, I don't, I think these types of things can certainly be overused. Um, but as the world of social media and apps become more game centric, I'm wondering if this has impacted the way we engage students and build loyalty, uh, within our youth ministries. And I know what some of you may be saying, well, if they love Jesus, they'll be loyal. That's not how this works. That is not how that works at all. Not in our society, not when there's uh, youth groups down the street from you. That is not how that, that is not how that works. If you're brand new to the youth ministry, just want to let you know that is not how that works uh, because they have choices. They, they're able to do things outside and say, look, I can be loyal to, I can be loyal to Jesus and not loyal to your youth ministry, right? That's, that's the thing. So with, so when we're talking about gamification, we're saying, hey, look, we're giving students a fun reason to come. And yes, points are earned, prizes are gained. And, I, and I've heard the argument as well. Well, whatever you do to bring them is what you have to keep doing to bring them back. Uh, and listen, I, I understand that as well. But I don't believe that games are bad. And I don't even think gamifying in youth ministry for short periods of time is a bad thing. Gamification, I believe, becomes bad when there is no discipleship, when there is no end game to doing this contest short term. And I'm talking about five weeks at a time, six weeks at a time, four weeks at a time, whatever that may be. You may do two weeks at a time and then the rest is whatever. You decide how much game time or how much team spirit or how much whatever you have. And I also believe gamification is bad in youth ministry when it demeans people, when we, when, when it um, puts some people on a super pedestal and other people, we put them in the ditch. And I don't think that's good either. There has to be a self-awareness when we're doing these things to make sure that, you know, we're not saying you're better or, or this or that or the other. We have to make sure that we, we are aware that there is no lesser or greater in our youth ministry when we do teams or points or things like that. And I think team games with points and prizes still work. I have students asking me right now, if we can do some sort of summer competition, it's not driven by me. Students are asking me. Now, listen, if you don't play games or don't believe in doing contests and that stuff, that's okay too. You, you do you, you do what works for you. Uh, but listen, I have put together a little Google document that if you're interested in this type of discussion, it's safe, it's offline, right? That's why I'm doing a Google document so that it's, you know, no, nobody's, you know, peering in except for the people who wish to participate, those who are listening here. And some of the questions that I'm asking in this Google document is, do you use team games, contest points, etc., to build your youth ministry? Why or why not? What are the rewards to gamifying youth ministry? What are the risks to gamifying youth ministry? What are the alternatives to gamifying youth ministry to grow your youth ministry? And I'm just interested in conversation. I'm interested in what you have to say to these questions, because I think it's something we all deal with. We're all tempted by. Uh, some of us know how to run them well, and some of us are, you know, maybe slightly confused as to why we should even do this. Uh, but I think the discussion is good for us. So if you are interested in that, I'm going to leave a link down to the Google Doc down in the show notes. and I would love for you to uh, check it out. Now, like I said, I've already made known that I think that that games and prizes 
and team because the team aspect, not so much individual, but the team aspect of doing it builds camaraderie. It builds uh, momentum. It builds, you know, this energy in the youth group that maybe you don't normally have. And so I'd like to recommend a resource that I created a few years ago called Tribes. And Tribes is that kind of program where you can use it. If you don't have a summer plan, it's a great opportunity to jump in and say, hey, I need something that's going to build some momentum, team building, all that kind of stuff. And it is a 30 plus page outreach guide to how to do this type of competition and do it well. It has guest cards. It has over a dozen social media graphics. I have six audio coaching lessons, which is 45 minutes worth of me walking through the process of how to do this and do it well. I have a checklist of 35 ways to get the word out about your event, 10 weeks of themes. That's right, 10 weeks. You don't have to use all 10 weeks, but 10 weeks of themes you can use with game ideas and all the good stuff that goes along with that. And I have five score slides that you can use. And so if this is of interest to you, if you've already settled this, look, I'm on, I'm on, you know, team, team gamify. And you say, I want to build some momentum in the summer. Uh, then this is for you. And I will put a link down in the show notes. I hope that you will check it out. And that is it for this episode, everybody. Thank you so much for your time and your attention today. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, once again, be sure to go ahead and leave a review over on iTunes. Uh, five stars will get you a shout out here on the show. And uh, which, by the way, is a type of gamification, <laughs> right? Leave a review, five stars, get a shout out. Well, there you go. Like I said, it's everywhere in its simplest forms. And and so uh, if you are thinking lately, um, Paul, I'm discouraged. I don't think I'm doing a very good job uh, at this thing called youth ministry. Can I tell you something? You're probably doing a better job than you think you are. And you're, you're never as bad as you think you are, but I'll also say you're never as good as you think you are either. But I want to be the voice of reason with you. I want to tell you that you're doing a good job. I, I don't know you, but I am betting I am, I am falling on the side that says you are more than likely doing your very best and you're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. You have to stay in it long enough to discover, you know, something about yourself and something about what the Lord's doing in you and the process that you're, you're following and the journey that you're in. So don't judge yourself too quickly. Don't beat yourself up. Don't, don't, uh, you know, quit your job because you think you're terrible. Listen, take some time, pray, think. And listen, I'm here to tell you that you're doing a good job, even if nobody else might be telling you that, because I understand the pressures. I understand the uh, angst. I understand the, all the things that go into this thing called youth ministry. So guys stick with it, stay in there, don't give up. And um, you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.